Uh, she's been known to put laxatives in, <laughs> in things, so... Room Magic Hour. My name is Darian. We are back again. God damn it. Miss Monica is here. I'm here. She made it. I made it. You're still alive? I'm still alive. Let me see. I noticed you're wearing long sleeves today. Yes. This concerns me. Because last time I told you I was going to wear my pink sweatshirt. Oh, that's right. To show you I have pink. That you do actually own a pink article (laughs) of clothing. (laughs) Yes, and a pink bra. Oh, boy. We'll save that for Chop Block TV. (laughs) Maybe we can sneak one past the parole officer. Buddy is also in the house. It's all three of us today. Yeah. Holy shit, man. <laughs> right. What the hell's going on here? <laughs> Nobody has eczema? Uh, no. All right. Everybody's uh, Nobody's throwing up or has a no. ridiculous no. sunburn? No, just tan. Very nice. I like that. I like a tan, I like a tan Monica, but not a too tan Monica. But sometimes she shows up looking like a piece of beef jerky, and it's concerning to me. Like I think George that. Hamilton. I think that's what mm. the uh, the eczema started as. It wasn't even actually eczema. It was just a horrible sunburn. Oh, <laughs> strangely enough, just on her forearms. I don't know. I think she must be out there doing bicep curls in the sun or something. Mm. Buddy, what's up with you, homeboy? Just work, work, work. Yeah, just working away. Son of a bitch. Will you take a day off? It's summertime, for Christ's sakes. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Go Someday. hang out with I'll, Monica. I'll, I'll take a day off on Thursday. Okay, 4th of July. <laughs> Any plans for 4th of July weekend? Uh, maybe. I'm going to Monica's house. <laughs> yeah, me too. I'm going to get manhandled by her dogs. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and uh, probably pass out on her couch. Probably. <laughs> yeah. No, you're better off in the front yard in the grass. I don't know about that. The couch is dangerous. <laughs> well, your neighborhood is dangerous as well, my dear. No, it's not. <laughs> you live st- a- I live on a good street. <laughs> I, you'll see. In a bad town <laughs> is a, the problem. It, the outskirts of my streets are bad, yeah. but our uh-huh. street is no, no, I don't know about that. Why are my pants on backwards? Oh. I actually fell asleep the other night and forgot to lock my front door. And I'm all by myself. I woke up and I went, oh, I forgot to lock the door. Mm. Tom Hardy right now is taking careful notes. <laughs> right? Forgot to lock front door. Does this happen often? <laughs> notes for surveillance. <laughs> All right, inmates, we got the usual shit show to get into here. We got uh, listener mail, horror news, the whole smorgasbord on a 4th of July podcast. Let's start it off with some uh, horror news. What do you guys think? Yeah. (laughs) 
Horror news. Mm, Monica, what do you got for us? I'll try to remember this. Okay. So this coming Wednesday, I believe, is the last comic book episode of the issue of The Walking Dead. Oh, number boy. 193. That's going to be it? That's going to be it. I'm all right with that. Yeah. Jesus Christ, man. Yeah. What's it been like? 14 years they've been putting those things out? Mm-hmm. 15. 15? And I was really surprised because I read that they are gearing up, gearing up for the new season. I'm right. like, what? I'm not. What when is it gonna? It's I a complete 10, departure, yeah. Right, ten. Yeah, the TV ten. show is a complete departure. Yeah, Rick is still alive, or he yes. was up until uh, last month, I think. In really? The comic book. Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought you meant the show. No. Yeah. In the comic book, he is. Okay. Uh, Daryl, of course, doesn't exist in the comic books. Well, I always like read like secret stuff that in the comic books that Rick was supposed to be like the last man standing. I don't believe that he is. Carl's still alive in the comics, too. Oh. I think he's going to be the... So why did they go off of... Off the comic books? Yeah, why did they just start doing random shit? I don't know. Uh, Well, well, uh, nobody liked... I I don't think uh, anybody liked Carl. Or Lori. I know we, I know. I hated Lori. I hated yeah. Lori. Uh, I think uh, nobody... Like, towards the end there, nobody liked Carl because he was such a sad sack. And he's just moping around all the time. Well, if they would have had a better looking kid in there. Chandler Riggs, <laughs> Chandler Riggs wanted more money. Isn't he, isn't he like trying to be a rock star or some shit now? That's what I read. Oh, really? Going to college and he's stuff. He's like 12 years old. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> oh, wow. You're the next Freddie Munez there, Chandler Riggs. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, Let's see you on an infomercial. Or something. He's going to go crazy like uh, uh, the one guy from Lost Boys. Oh, Corey oh, Feldman. Cor- Corey, both Corys, really. <laughs> yeah. Right on. S- scary stuff. Yeah. I hope he's not a vampire. Oh, God. That would explain his pale white skin. Who gives a shit? So, <laughs> anyway, and then the other news is this one I'm a little confused about. So, Jacob's Ladder is coming out this month. Uh-huh. And they're going to preview, or you can watch the movie on Dish. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. I didn't hear about that. Yeah, on Dish, but wow. you can watch it in the movie theaters in August. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. And Does anybody have Dish? No. Me neither. So Fuck. I was like, oh, well. But um, yeah, the hot guy from Cabin in the Woods is in there. Uh, uh, Liam. Uh, oh, God. What's his uh, Chris name? Hemsworth. No. Uh, the other dude. The uh, black guy? Yes. What was his I name? I have no I idea. I just looked it up. Jesse Williams. Jesse Williams. There you go. Yes. Woo. Yeah. Oh, boy. I like it. <laughs> oh, boy. Did you see the trailers? Yes. Looks pretty dope. Yes. And I was reading about what it is. It's different. Yeah. I was yeah. Not, I was never that big a fan of the original. Well, I didn't understand Nobody it. did. Everybody <laughs> yeah. acted like they did. Oh, yeah, it was an d- experimental thing. Oh, fuck off. You don't know what you're talking about. Right? No. I was hot for Elizabeth Pena, though. Okay, I liked her. I She appeared nude in various episodes of Dream On, which oh. uh, I still recall vividly uh-huh. and sometimes beat off, too. All right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. Put that in your spank bank. It's already right. in there. <laughs> yeah, so look forward to watching that when it comes out. Right on. It looks yeah. good. I saw the trailers. It, it looks... Uh, it looks creepy. It, it looks different from the original. Mm-hmm. So I think if you're looking for uh, something true to the source material, you may be disappointed. Um, I don't know. We'll see what happens. Yeah, totally yeah. different. Take a field trip in August. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
the to the theater to oh, see to, the theater. <laughs> to see oh. Jacob's Ladder. <laughs> to the theater. Why wouldn't you just watch it at home? Were you drinking these margaritas on the way in? <laughs> no. It's okay if you were. No. I'm just curious. I need to get, gauge my humor. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? All righty. And that's all I got. Buddy? All right. It looks like the Juwan franchise is getting a brand new series on Netflix. Hear about this one? I did not. No. Oh, yeah. Released in 2000, Takashi Shimizu's <clears throat> Juwan, The Curse, kickstarted a J-horror franchise that spawned multiple follow-ups and an American-made remake franchise. In fact, a brand new American remake, again titled The Grudge, is headed our way um, in 2020. And it seems that the original Juwan franchise will soon continue with a new series that's coming to Netflix. Uh, Netflix currently has a landing page for series titled Juwan with the following synopsis. The J-horror classic franchise Juwan was actually based on real events that occurred over four decades, and the truth is even more terrifying. <laughs> the project will apparently haunt Netflix spring 2020. I'm into it, um, um, but at the same time, it, we, it, it's going to have to be a reboot. Because Ka- remember, Kaiko merged with Sadako. Mm-hmm. So how is it that uh, going to... Work exactly. Well, you can just forget about that one. <laughs> oh, we're gonna yeah, sandwich. It doesn't exist. We're gonna yeah. sandwich this one in. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Why not? We're or gonna maybe, bomb camp. They do, maybe they do that with everything put else. Like a year in the beginning of the movie, and then make you think that this happened before they merged. Oh. Okay. <laughs> okay. Right. I'll, I'll get Crease on the phone. She'll um, walk us through it. Okay. <laughs> She's yeah. the only one that can make left or right out of any of this mm. stuff. <laughs> Animated prequel <clears throat> Gremlin Secrets of Mogwai ordered a series at Warner Media. Uh, back in February, we learned that Warner Media's streaming service was developing a Gremlins animated series, and now we know that it's titled Gremlins Secrets of the Mogwai. As reported by Variety, the half hour series has received a 10 episode order. And it's uh, set in 1920s Shanghai. The series will tell the story of how 10 year old Sam Wing met the young Mogwai called Gizmo. Huh. I will watch that. Of course you will. <laughs> of course you will. And you'll probably be on the couch with your with your gizmo blanket and your stuffed gizmo. <laughs> that was for you, Monica. <laughs> I was actually surprised you didn't have that story. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I had it locked and loaded for her. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Mezco brings the puppets from Saw home with a new 15-inch talking figure. Uh, one of two horror icons to come out of the Saw franchise was Jigsaw's creepy little puppet, Billy, who essentially serves as the franchise mascot. Many different Billy toys have been released over the years, and up to and up next, Mezco is bringing them into their MDS Mega Scale line. Put up for pre-order today, the figure stands at a menacing 15 inches tall and features 11 points of articulation. Depress the button discreetly, hidden on his back, to activate talking sound. Uh, Billy is outfitted in his infamous tuxedo and bow tie. His blackened eyes and red irises are always watching. You can bring Billy home for $94. (laughs) Expect him to arrive between November and January. Merry Christmas! (laughs) Uh, That's fine. Oh, wait. (laughs) Uh, here we go. I don't know. That's that, probably the better one. I don't know that I'm going to spend a hundred bucks on that. Thing. <laughs> I, I know, right? Ninety four dollars. I mean, I, I like the Saw franchise. Mm-hmm. I, I have a Saw tattoo, yeah. so I will be. I will have that, and that is good enough for me, <laughs> right? Yes, that's as far as I'm. I don't need to. I don't need any action figures, man. <laughs> no, just something else for the dogs to drag out in the backyard. <laughs> Forget it. If it's a hundred dollar action figure, and they take it out there, mm-hmm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna do some. Uh, 
I'm digging not, not going to dig in the ground. I'll, I'll be honest with you. I'm not going to do anything. <laughs> <laughs> I try. I try to stay mad at the goddamn dogs, and then they look at me with their brown eyes, and I'm like, "Oh, boo boo, Georgia, boo boo." <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> all right, that's all I got. What do you got? Hey, are you guys ready for the uh, next season of The Haunting at Hill House? Yeah. This one is actually not going to have anything to do with Hill House. It's actually going to be a completely separate story set somewhere else and has zero to do with the previous events. So they're calling it the same thing? No, they're actually calling oh. it The Haunting of Bly Manor. Oh, it's okay. going to be directed by Mike Flanagan, who did oh. The Haunting of Hill House. Okay. It's going to be released on Netflix uh, in October. It's going to be based on a uh, classic novella called The Turning of the Screw. Are you guys familiar no. with this at all? Uh-uh. Oh. There's been numerous movies based on The Turning of the Screw. Yeah. Um, the titles of which do not come to mind uh, at present. Um, one of them starred Lily Sobieski. Mm. Oh, okay. Uh, it's wow. the nanny goes to babysit the kids at the rich estate, and the parents are never there. Oh, the glass house. Was yes. That what it was called? Oh, yeah. yes, exactly. And you know, they there's all these allusions to the previous nanny, and she thinks the place may be haunted. Okay. So that's huh. what that's what the next season of the haunting of Hill House is going to be based on. Well, I'll be all right with that. I'll check it out. Yeah. Uh, Mike Flanagan's on board. He did the previous season. Mm-hmm. There's probably going to be a lot of weird subtext. I bet you Carla Gugino is going to be in it because oh, okay. she's in all of his movies. She oh. was in uh, Gerald's Game uh, last oh, yeah. season. Um, God damn, she's hot, man. Mm-hmm. I got a boner for her. I'm into that. Uh, speaking of Mike Flanagan, he's also doing a Netflix horror series called Midnight Mass. Oh. It's supposed to be out sometime next year. It's mm-hmm. going to be another anthology, but it's going to be episode by episode mm-hmm. instead of season by season. Nice. So that'll be dope. Yeah. Tales from yeah. the Crypt style, I think. Yeah. Cool. I like this awesome. Flanagan character. Yeah, he's doing all right. He's doing, he does good work mm-hmm. so far. He hasn't fucked it up yet. <laughs> <laughs> Would you guys like to go in with me and buy the house from Halloween 4? Oh, yeah? It's for sale. How much? $879,000. No? Where was number 4 at? Well, it was filmed in Salt Lake City. Oh. We got people in Salt Lake City. Yeah. What do you think? No? Yeah. It's it's a it's Salt Lake City. It's not worth that much. It, well, it's a it's a it's a horror icon there, Monica. It should be like two hundred and eighty thousand. Turn it into a bread and breakfast. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that would be cool. It was in the movie for like eight minutes. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, the, that's outrageous. Well, I mean, it's it's that's there. Why it's eight hundred. Yeah. <laughs> if it's nine minutes, it'd be like nine hundred and seventy-five thousand. At the it, it's the opening <laughs> sequence where the nurse comes home and then she runs next door and gets George, Joseph Gordon-Levitt and then he goes over with the hockey stick. Oh, okay. remember that part? Yeah. That's uh-huh. that's the house. Eight hundred seventy-nine thousand hmm. dollars. No. Say no. No. It looks like a nice house. Yeah. It's available for tours also. Hmm. No. If, okay. The God tours, damn it. Tours cost too? Probably. <laughs> See, there you go. We, we open it. We put Buddy in a Michael Myers mask. Have you walking up and down the hallways. Oh, yeah. You know? A bed and <laughs> breakfast with a Halloween thing. Let's do it. Until, no. until somebody <laughs> kicks you in the balls. I would rather you. have the house from uh, American Horror Story. <laughs> That's substantially more. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. That one would be a cool house. That would be a very cool house. Oh, yeah. uh, what else we got here? Honey, uh, uh, looks like Scream Factory is putting out a Omen franchise box set. Huh. Four movies. It's coming out in, uh, the, in October. Okay. 
Um, you guys into that at all? You into the open omen? I liked it. First one, good. Mm-hmm. Second one, all so, right. It's all right, yeah. Uh, third one, I... Oh, wait, third one was with Sam Neill, where he was the ambassador. Yeah. Second one was one with Lance Henriksen, where he was at military school. Yeah, that one was all right. Yeah. Fourth one was Poo Poo. Was that was a, a college one, wasn't it? No. Fourth one was the made-for-TV movie, where they they made her into a female. Oh, yeah, it yeah, There's yeah, a little yeah. girl, uh, Damien. Mm-hmm. It's, like it's like his cousin or something. Yeah. Tried to say she was the Antichrist. I don't know about that shit, man. I'm not. I'm not a huge Omen guy. You guys, Omen super fans? No, no, not super I, fan. I no, don't even think I ever watched the first one. Did you see the remake? I watched the remake. Remake was not bad. Yeah, it had some pretty dope uh, nightmare sequences. Mm-hmm. Mm. I'm into that. No, uh, Monica says no. I didn't like the little kid. He didn't do nothing for me. Every time I see him, all I see is the the guitar player from ACDC. <laughs> right, that's the same guy. <laughs> Pretty much. Like, you know? I just wanted to kick him in the face. He so just stands like, around. This little kid is not going to fuck That's with all he me. does. He stands around, and then somebody has an accident. Uh, he's got that dog. That's pretty scary. Mm-hmm. But after that, he well, just... Like, even the Annabelle doll is scarier than this little guy. I don't know that I'd go that far. <laughs> I mean... Hmm. I don't. Are you talking about the movie Annabelle or the real Annabelle? The the movie Annabelle. Okay, I yeah. might I might give you that. Yeah. <laughs> either either way, I'll just pick her up and throw her. Yeah. You know? Exactly. Or you got a demon in you. Huh? Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah, out the door, yeah, demon. Yeah, take the demon with you, you fucko. <laughs> yeah. Uh, looks like that's all we got on the horror news, kids. Let's get ourselves into some listener mail. Oh, yeah. Listener mail. Mm-hmm. We got emails and voicemails and all kinds of shenanigans. I believe somebody left us a uh, picture of a penis made out of cereal. <laughs> Rude. Wow. <laughs> I wouldn't have thought of that. Well, clearly you didn't you watch didn't this watch. week's movie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Let's see who's up first here. Cheerios. <laughs> the wow. little dash of milk out of the tip there. Oh, hey oh, hey oh! Points for creativity. Mm. Let's start it off in Sydney, Australia. Here comes Tim. Hey, Tim. Hi, Tim. Subject line: I'm sorry. Howdy, guys. Long time no talk. I'm sorry. Life has life has been pretty full on lately, and I just forget at time. I'm always listening, though. So, Terradome, singles, poor Ghostface doesn't stand a chance. I mean, what's he going to do? Stab Frankenstein? I'm talking Cranky Frankie. I'm taking Cranky Frankie on this one. Two more for Frankenstein. Teams, this one is tough, but I'm going to have to go Lost Boys because they are my boys. Alrighty. That's all for this week. Y'all have a good one. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Thanks for writing in, Tim. Monica, who do you think would win in a fight between Frankenstein's monster and Ghostface? Well, <laughs> well, we know. That. I don't know why you're even thinking about this. <laughs> well, I okay. <laughs> I know rational? Frankenstein <laughs> right. would win. I gotta hear but this. But <laughs> Ghostface had two hotties play oh, Ghostface. Oh. So <laughs> you had, two hotties. Yeah, you two had skinny ski, little turds, and you had Matthew. So oh. like. <laughs> So you're going to vote for Ghostface? (laughs) How dare you? How dare you? (laughs) 
But in the in the second one, it was uh, the lesbian aunt from uh, uh, Roseanne played well, Ghostface. We're not. We are not. Oh, venturing. we're going to pretend that didn't happen. <laughs> that didn't happen. <laughs> of course. Yeah. So sorry. Uh, are you guys ready for a brand new listener? Yeah! Yeah! Who is it? Let's. Let's go to Buffalo, New York. Here's our new friend, Paul. Hey, Paul. What's up? Hi, Paul. Subject line, Terra Dome votes and stuff. And stuff. All right. Greetings, padded roomies. Checking in to vote for the first time ever on the Terra Dome. In singles, I won't doubt the power of the popularity of Frankenstein's monster, but I'm going to have to pick Ghostface. Oh, wow. Right. You're not alone, Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ. Monica's got another fanboy. Great. <laughs> He slash she is much smarter and more deceptive, so they could easily just sneak up and light him on fire. Uh, he does have a point there. Yeah, that, is, that is an outside possibility. In yeah. teams, you have two powerhouses, but I have to vote for demons because they have bigger a bigger realm of possibility through their powers. Keep up the good times and great shows. Peace, love, and donuts, Paul. Thanks, All right. Paul. Thank you so much, Paul. Who's in teams? You didn't ask me about that one. I was getting to it. Oh, okay. I was trying to build some suspense, Monica. <laughs> who, would, who do you think would win in a fight between the Lost Boys and Demons? I'm going to have to take Demons. Oh, shit. All right. All right. Well, fine. we don't have to add that vote. I mean, <laughs> I think I think Tim actually counts as four votes. <laughs> right. He's in Australia. <laughs> Let's get back to Reno, Nevada. Here comes Sean. Hey, Sean. Hi, Sean. Subject line, votes. I watched Life Changer a few weeks ago, and I don't really remember enough to comment one way or the other, so I'm just here for the votes this week. For singles, I'm definitely going with Frankenstein's Monster over Ghostface. Thank you very much, Sean. Glad somebody is a voice of reason around here. (laughs) I think the monster from Young Frankenstein could even beat him. (laughs) (laughs) Teams is a little tougher. I think I'll go with demons, though, because there's a bunch of them and only so many lost boys. Fair enough. That's it for me, Sean. Thanks, Sean. Thanks, Sean. Who's right in, Sean? Let's get back to Sydney, Australia. Here comes Jalisa. Hey, Jalisa. Jalisa. Subject line, let's go Ghostface. Dude. All right, (laughs) Ghostface. All she right. must be a fan of either skis or was that or like whip. go away, Ghostface? Uh, yeah, like let's go out of here, out of I here. Think. Yeah. Hi guys, it's me, Jalisa here. Just want to come in with my votes. I would like to vote for Ghostface. God damn it, Jalisa. That's fine. Uh, I like him more and the Lost Boys for teams. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Thank okay, you. Okay, thank you, Jalisa. Very nice to hear from you. Uh, let's see if we got any voicemails here. Month dedicated to him. <laughs> no, no. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Let's get down to Alabama with the uh, cheese puffs. The cheese puffs of people that call into the podcast. Here comes Alan Chacha. Howdy, room. What's up? It's the Jamie Madrox of people that call into your podcast. Whoop, whoop. Uh, Terry Dome, Jimmy Frankenstein. There you go. And the Lost Boys. As far as who Chrome Squall could kill. You know he'd make Ghostface's bitch. Um, he'd probably take out Chucky. I think he could handle... Um, no, Ghostface and Chucky. Uh, probably Hannibal Lecter. Mm-hmm. Um, 
you know, there's a lot of people I think you can handle. Anyway, hope everybody's doing good. I've decided I don't know still Monica's booty tang. Anytime I don't know who Monica is, it's booty tang. <laughs> That's all I got. Y'all have a good one. Bye. You know, statistically, uh-huh. he's bound to get it right at some point. Yeah. You're going to pick Pootie Tang at some point. At some point. You're going to have to. <laughs> or the week sucks. that he doesn't choose Pootie Tang. the week he forgets to call in. That- <laughs> fucking Pootie Tang, Alan. <laughs> Where movie. are you? <laughs> right? <laughs> this movie was so good, too. Oh, boy. Hmm. I don't even remember what the clues were. <laughs> Let's take a quick look at the old junk folder, see if we didn't miss anybody. All right. All right, it looks like that's it. Do you guys have anything for Tim, Paul, Sean, Jaleesa, or Alan? Welcome to the crazy house there, Paul. Yeah, pa- thanks for Paul's listening. got his own show here in the uh, the Padded Room Network. <clears throat> I don't know if you guys are aware of that. Who Will Survive podcast. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. I've been, I've been a guest I on it on occasion. I to that one, too. He's good. To, he's usually stoned out of his mind. <laughs> he, just, I don't, I don't, he cuts all the bong hits out, but when you record with him, you hear all the... <laughs> So what did you think of the movie, Darian? (laughs) Uh, Can't you leave that in one time? He does all the editing. I have nothing to do with it. (laughs) And I don't know that that's legal in uh, New York, so... Ah, whatever. We don't know where he lives. <laughs> Zimbabwe. Uh, yeah, I'm sure it's fine. <laughs> yeah. The Zimbabwe's government has no problem with it. That's right. <clears throat> you guys ready to get into a movie here? Yeah, let's do it. Oh. We are going live on Choplock right now. Oh, boy. It's Rift from 2017 oh, from Iceland, starring oh. people whose names I cannot pronounce. Um, Iceland, uh, we start off in Iceland. Iceland looks very depressing to me. I know it's supposed to be very beautiful. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, uh, the part that this was filmed in uh, does not look so much beautiful, right? Why? You thought you liked this? You like the way it looks? Well, it was just snow and ice. It was like a barren, desolate plain of rocks. In, yeah. I, I would liken it possibly to the surface of the moon possibly or pluto it looks it's 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 got that weird thing going on where blue skies 
sunny, still cold as shit. Oh, fuck perfect, that. Perfect. Um, uh, what? Tr- the troll movie. What had troll? The movie? same background. That was Norway, but yeah, okay. same thing. Yeah, same same, same general uh-huh. idea. But it's uh-huh. it's it's crazy. Hey, Yolanda, thank you for joining us. Hello. Is that Yolanda? Yeah. I can't really see from here, but hello. Welcome aboard there, Yolanda. Uh, so it's in Iceland, and the movie starts with a guy who's got blood coming out of his head receiving a phone call. Mm-hmm. Now, this entire movie is in Icelandic, mm-hmm. so get ready for some subtitles. It's streaming right now on Shudder, if anybody gives mm-hmm. a shit. Um, so the movie picks up uh, at the end of a relationship. a gay, Two dudes, a same-sex relationship, and it just ended. And you can tell it didn't quite end well because one of the dudes is still uh, clingy. He's doing like that. You know, we've all we've all gotten out of a relationship at one point where the other person just didn't want to give it up. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Oh, my CDs are in your truck. Oh, I think you gave me an STD. Oh, I'm pregnant. Oh, I, all right. Just fuck off. Did I actually had oh. a young lady fake a pregnancy on me. Oh, I did that once. You faked too. a pregnancy. Yes. It was not Monica. She was not the one that faked the pregnancy. Uh, when she finally came clean, I got so mad I threw a pancake at her in the middle of an IHOP. Pissed me off. In the middle of an IHOP. Yeah, she said, th- all right, I'm not really pregnant. And I said, fucking, here's a pancake. Oh. I was like 18. Oh, boy. Yeah. Uh, the uh, parole officer yeah, is, is. is viewing. So moving on now. All right, moving right along then. We don't have to go to Iceland. There's about to be some relationship drama right here. Anyone else excited about seeing Midsummer? Yes, I am, uh, James, Jim. Uh, Midsummer. you know, have you seen the, the previews for that? It's no. by the guy that did uh, uh, Hereditary. It looks it looks good. Oh. Yes. He didn't use the same actors, did he? Oh, just calm down. <laughs> uh yeah, Jim, let's go see it when when it hits the theaters. Anyway, um so it's it's that clingy relationship thing. One of the dudes, okay, we got two guys here, Gunner and Einar, and I'm probably butchering the pronunciations of those too. Um Gunner is the one that ended the relationship. He's a little bit older. Einar is younger and uh he's the clingy one. Mm-hmm. So we start off at the end of the relationship and Gunner gets that late night phone call that we've all gotten from an ex where they're possibly drunk and they're acting all depressed. And you're like, oh, I just got to get away. I got to get away from you. But at the same time, you're like, uh, what if what if she does something stupid? What if she, you know, what if she's hammered? Or he, in this case, he. I'm, I'm, I'm relating this yeah. on a personal level. Oh, okay. In which case, it would be a she, the buddy, Glad buddy. I told you I don't like you like that. I wish you would stop doing this. That's not what you told me last. <laughs> <time>. <laughs> I just needed a little relief. Man. This is just kid stuff, buddy. That's all it is. Anyway, anyway. Uh, so he gets that late night phone call, and I should we should mention that Gunner has now moved on and is now uh, shacked up with another dude. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, he gets the late night phone call. Einar's like, no, I really miss you. And I wish you would come whenever I co- whenever I come to this place. I feel like you're here with me. I'm, I'm butchering the Icelandic accent. I don't know why I'm even trying to sound like Arnold Schwarzenegger. I know. I don't know. I don't know why I did that. Um, but, uh, Gunner's like, oh, fuck. He's going to get hammered and he's going to do something stupid. I got to go check on him to make sure he doesn't hurt himself. 
or break something or something like that. Mm-hmm. So what we're going to find out is that uh, Einar, uh, apparently Einar comes from a very affluent family because they have like a vacation home in a uh, secluded part of Iceland. And by secluded, I mean, um, I I guess this is what passes for a cabin in the woods in Iceland. It's like a barren, desolate, rocky... It's very depressing. If you're just getting out of a relationship, don't go there. Even if you were happy, I feel like that place would make you depressed, right? (laughs) You look out the window, it's nothing. It's like Mad Max, except colder. Igloo in the snow. It's not. It should be. It's what it it probably. It's actually. It's actually like a. uh, How would you describe it? Like a ranch style house, sort of. No, like a cabin. Like a like a vacation cabin. Yeah, it's it's a nice place, but it's in the middle of nowhere, and the nearest neighbor is like a mile down the road, Mm -hmm. whom we're gonna meet here in a second. Hey, thanks, thank you, Rebecca. I put a lot of work into that accent, by the way. (laughs) And if you need anybody to do Arnold Schwarzenegger for you, <laughs> right here. Uh, Icelandic, on the other hand, you're on your own. Uh, anyway, so he's like, ah, shit, I got to go out there and check on this guy. So he's got to drive like two hours out into the countryside to get to this vacation home to see if Einar's there and to make sure he hasn't killed himself. Mm-hmm. So he gets there. He lies to his boyfriend. He's like, oh, I got to go check on something. Takes off. Uh, gets to the vacation home in first he gets there, Einar's not there. He's walking around, it's all dark, it's scary as shit. Uh, eventually, Einar jumps out of a... Then uh, he jump, Or no, actually... Yeah, yeah he's like rock. way out in the distance, sitting on a rock mm-hmm. by himself. So here comes Gunnar, he's like, oh, this fucking guy. So he goes up there and he confronts Einar, and Einar's like all sad and mopey. Oh, we had plans together and all this horse shit. Mm-hmm. Now, this is where things get kind of stupid, because... You're you're coming out of a relationship, uh, like you're, you're you've already moved on. Gunner has he's got another dude, but instead of moving on, he decides he's going to hunker down with Einar for an entire weekend. Uh, okay, That's a uh, odd. okay, it's odd unless yeah. unless like I I'm putting my I'm imposing myself on the situation. And I'm thinking the only way I'm going to do it is if I want to bang her one more time. Oh, okay. in which case. Oh, yeah, I'll hang out for another weekend, baby. I'll make sure you're safe. And, you know, things have ended, but it doesn't mean we can't be friends. I brought some condoms, by the way. Woo! It's going to make sure you're safe and feeling okay. Woo! Uh, so, that's... <laughs> Why would you hang out? I don't, I don't know. get it. I, I you, don't what, know. You're trying to get away from this dude. Mm-hmm. What? Oh, uh, you know what? This relationship is completely over. Uh, we're both moving on. But mm-hmm. let's spend a weekend together. We're going to have sex. That, that's what that boils down to. Hey, Pogo the Clown. Hey, Pogo's in the house. It's bad. It's a bad idea. It's bad all the way around. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's fine. I mean, it's weird, but whatever. So uh, they spend the night together. We get a weird situation here at this, this ridiculous house because mm-hmm. apparently the front door will not stay closed. So they're having this intense argument, and Einar keeps having to like pause the argument to go shut the door again, and then it creaks right back open, and then he shuts it again, and it creaks right back mm-hmm. open, and then eventually they tell each other to fuck off for the night, and they go to they go to sleep in separate rooms. Uh, middle of the night, there's a bang, bang, banging at the door. They both go running down there in their underwear. Uh, there is plenty of dude uh, nudity in this movie, although no cock and balls, Monica. Uh-uh. So if you're thinking. 
you want to see some cock and balls, go back to uh, I'm Just Fucking With You on Hulu. Yeah. You will see a, a dick in that one. And uh, I believe there was balls also. But it was a picture of it. It wasn't an actual dick. It was like a Polaroid picture of a dick. So, I mean, if you're into Polaroid pictures of cocks, then there you go. I don't know. Um, all right. Anyway, uh, so they go b- both go running downstairs, and they're they're both wearing whitey tidies too. Uh-huh. You notice yeah. that? Is that a yeah. thing in Iceland? Must be. How is that comfortable? I haven't worn those since I was four, <laughs> and they're I, I remember them being on. Unco- well, you don't know, but uh, know. they're not comfortable, dude. I'll tell you right now, it's like somebody grabbing your your satchel and just being like giving a downward tug for oh. as long as you're wearing it. Is that why you guys wear boxers that, instead? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I do like a brief thing. Oh, okay. I realize underwear is a foreign concept to you. Yes, it but is. But <laughs> some, peop- some people like a little support in the junk region. Yeah. Monica does not wear underwear. No, I don't. It's bad for you. <laughs> what? Ladies, it's bad for you. All right. <laughs> Gentlemen. Moving along. <laughs> please wear, please, please go ahead and, and put on some underwear. <laughs> Especially if there's a late night knock on the door, bringing it back to the movie, you perverts. And these two go down there and there's like a, you know, they do that thing where they're in the living room in the middle of the night. Oh, you answer it. I'm not going to answer it. You answer it. And then eventually Gunner's like, all right, I'll answer the fucking door. So he goes up there and presses his ear to the door and he hears like some whispering from the other side. No idea what they're saying because it's in Icelandic and there's no subtitles for this part. And then there's like a big bang at the door and then Gunner throws the door open and there's nobody out there. So that was kind of creepy, right? Now we cut to the next day. Wake up in the morning uh, in a cute little move. Uh, Einar has taken his uh, Cheerios and drawn a little cock and balls on the table and put a little dash of milk out there where the tip is. I think that might – is that how gay guys say they want to get it on? I guess. Just start drawing dicks That's everywhere? Pretty, pretty funny, I'll tell you what. If my wife started drawing dicks all over everything, I, I'd get the hint. Hi, Robert. It's, it's showtime. Uh, anyway, hi, Robert. Uh, Wendy. Wendy, we love you too, babe. Hi, Wendy. Thank you for joining us. Uh, so he's, Gunner comes down. Einar's nowhere to be seen. So he starts looking around. He sees mm-hmm. the cock and balls and the cereal, and he's like, oh, that's cute. Uh, goes outside, sees Einar walking around. Get into another screaming match. Why did you come here? I don't need you to save me. I'm fine. I wanted to be alone. And Gunner's like, you left me a goddamn depressing, scary message on my answering machine at three in the morning. Of course I'm going to come here. You sound like you're going to kill yourself, you fucker. And then eventually they tell each other to fuck off again. Uh, this time Gunner gets in his car and drives off. Now, apparently somewhere near this Remote cabin on the barren ice, icy plain is a small town. Um, weird, weird, depressing small town. More like a trailer park, I'd say. Right? Yeah. Like a yeah. like a tra- like a trailer park with trailer. some weird shacks. There's like shacks going on in a, a, other abandoned buildings. Uh, Gunner stops for gas. He's on his way back to the main Iceland town, whatever that fucking place is. Um, and he goes into the gas station, and there's a pretty hot little teenage girl working there. And she's like, um, are you leaving? And he's like, yeah. And she's like, good. It's good that you leave. And he's like, <laughs> why? And she's, yeah, and she's like, oh, I, I, no, I mean, it's just, you know, it's okay. Just go. And he's like, okay, I guess. And then as he starts leaving, she's like, uh, just don't pick any hitchhikers up as you go. And he's like, 
all right, this is the weirdest interaction I've had all day. So yeah. he just start instead of actually getting in his car and leaving, he decides he's going to take himself a little stroll around the small town. Small town, creepy as shit. That was odd. This whole Iceland place, man, I don't know. I'm sure there's like some hot resorts that you can go to. Maybe. That's where you want to go. Where you don't want to go is this town or this weird plain of rocks. Uh, Starts walking around the town. Um, Pretty soon, here comes a beat-up ass 1984 Red Suzuki Samurai. Could we have found a less intimidating vehicle than a Suzuki Samurai from 1984? Not in Iceland. Why not just roll up on one of those mini bikes? I'm going to kick your ass. Hold on. Let me put my bike up. Cling, cling, cling. Stupid. Anyway, he's like, oh, that's weird. Somebody in a Suzuki Samurai is staring at me. But then he just drives off. So he starts walking around again. He gets to this very cool looking, like abandoned, um, kind of had like a barracks vibe to it, like a like a dorm, uh, completely abandoned. Place mm-hmm. is like a, a ruin, pretty much. And he starts walking around in there. Um, he get he, as he's approaching the building, he sees somebody resembling Einar, like duck around the the side of the building. So he's like, "Oh, what are you doing now, you crazy bitch?" So he starts following what he believes to be Einar. Uh, gets up in the all up in the building, uh, and then Einar again jumps out of a like an old closet and scares him the the piss out of him again. So he's like, "Oh fuck!" Uh, we almost have gay sex inside the abandoned barracks, but just as they're approaching makeout status, mm-hmm. uh, they hear somebody else traipsing around mm-hmm. the abandoned barracks. Like, oh, what's going on? There's somebody else in here. So. Uh, they really quick do like a duck hide type of a thing, and then they peek out the window, and there's the Suzuki Samurai outside, and they're like, oh, here comes somebody. It's going to be creepy. But then the Suzuki Samurai just drives off, and then they go on about their way. Uh, they decide they're going to walk together now outside, and uh, okay, the landscape of this place is very strange. Mm-hmm. You get outside the barracks, and uh, what you're left with is like, uh, like a flat area, but it's like intermittently laced with these giant cracks in the ground. Mm-hmm. Crevasses, I believe they are called. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was pretty cool, though. It's scary. Scary yeah. as shit. It, like, yeah. if you're trying to ride a motorcycle across that, yeah. you're gonna you're not going to yeah. make it. Not you're not going to make it, dude. You're going to get killed in the crevasse. Uh, Troy? Troy's in the house. Well, you don't want to do that either. No, no way. Um so they, they stop at one of these crevasses, and uh, Einar starts telling uh, Gunnar about when he would come here as a kid. Uh, he had a imaginary friend named Limoy. That must be another Icelandic name. And Limoy would get him in trouble all the time because he would tell him to go do some weird shit, and then uh, Einar would go do it. And that's how he ended up getting lost in this weird barren plane. How do you get lost in that? I have no idea because there's nothing. Nothing else. You turn around. And you're out. There you are. There's the gas station that I came from. I'll just start walking that way. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know how it works. Anyway, I am. Uh, the, the cool part about this, though, is that he's got like a, a little side story about how these crevasses got turned into, quote, unquote, suffocation pits. And apparently what would happen before, like in like before this place was settled, uh, a lot of sheep herders used this land for herding sheep. 
And, uh, like, sometimes when it would get too cold, they would leave the sheep out there and they would haul ass. Then the foxes would come, chase the sheep into these crevasses, and just kind of, like, scare them into, into the crevasse. And then they would just leave them there. And the sheep would get too packed in there to where they couldn't get out. Thus, they would starve to death and end up eating oh. each other to stay alive. Uh, at what point suffocation becomes a part of the equation? I have no idea. Maybe the one on the bottom suffocates. Oh, that sucks. I don't know. That would suck. He's <laughs> dying under a mound of sheep. Ugh. I don't like itch. I don't like Maybe wool. that's how the people disappeared, too, if you fall into one. Yeah, could be. Because you could sprain your ankle and And just fall. be down there. Yeah. And that would say nobody would find you because... You just give like one of these. Yeah. Oh, he's not out here. <laughs> he's, he's not on I this. I don't see anybody. I'll try the next barren plane of nothingness. You, yeah. I got this one covered. Yeah, I can see, sure. I can see out there for miles. <laughs> nobody there. There is nobody. So anyway, um, it's, a, it's a cute little story. And we get the whole thing about Lee Moy leading him off and how he got, he got lost on this weird field. And then he mm-hmm. got found, uh, I think, a day or two later. So that's all well and good. They decide now that they're going to spend a second night together, as if the first night wasn't awkward enough. So they go back to the house, and uh, now they're starting to get back into, like, weird relationship mode, in a way. Because now they're, like, listening to music, and they're drinking wine, and, you know, they're recalling all the happy times and stuff like that. And you're like, oh, okay, I see how these two dudes are probably going to... Probably going to get it back together, possibly. A little reminiscing. You know, it's fine. I get that. Um, It's pretty weird, though. They go to bed that night, and uh, again, in separate bedrooms. Uh, They get up the next morning. First thing that happens is there's a knock on the door. Another one. Mm -hmm. Um, It's the neighbor from like a mile down the road. Yeah. Big husky lady. And she's like, hey, what are you doing here? Gunner answers the door. He's like, oh, I'm here with Einar. Uh, He's the... Uh, his parents own this place. And she's like, oh, really? Because they called me and asked me to check on the place. It's like, yeah, I'm here with Einar, and we're he's, we're just chilling here for a little while. And she's like, okay, cool. Can I talk to Einar? Einar's actually in the shower. Mm-hmm. All right, there's a little bit of a red flag here. Because to this point in the movie, we haven't seen Einar interact with anybody nope. or even be seen by anybody other than Gunner. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Hmm. <coughs> So, uh, it's all well and good. Eventually, Einar gets out of the shower. Doesn't actually see the neighbor, though. Again, Gunnar and Einar go walking through the barren plains where they come to a different abandoned house. Now, this is where things get a little wacky, and I'm not 100% sure what this means. But, uh, they get to this particular abandoned house, and they start reminiscing about the first time they were there. Now, I don't know where we're going with this, but I'm just going to tell you what I saw. Uh, Gunner is like, yeah, remember the first time we were here? And Einar's like, yeah, what do you remember? And Gunner's like, uh, we came here and, uh, you walked off. We were almost going to have sex in the abandoned house, but then you walked off that way. And then this random, uh, 10 year old boy showed up and I was like, Hey, little boy, are you lost? But then the little boy just kind of ran off under the, the barren plane again. Mm-hmm. So Einar's like, that's funny. That's not how I remember it at all. But he never says what he remembers. What right. the fuck does that mean? No idea. Anyway, it's interesting. All right, so now things get even weirder. Uh, they go back to the house and they start talking again. And, you know, things are getting romantic. Uh, at this point, we find out that Einar is a, I guess, a sleepwalker. But in a very aggressive sense of the word. 
because he's not like just getting up and changing rooms. He's getting up and running like hot laps around the house out on the dark, barren plains of Iceland in, in his whitey tidies. That how how you don't wake up from that? I have no idea because right? that's got to be so freezing cold. out there, yeah. dude. You know what is it? What do you think it gets down to in Iceland? Negative ten. <laughs> Well, I mean, yeah, at some point, right? But I think this was like their spring, maybe, or fall. 30? It wasn't snowing out. You would think it would be snowing in Iceland, but it wasn't. It would just look cold. Hey, Rachel's in the house. Hey, Rachel. Hi, Rachel. Tonight's movie is Rift from Don't 2017. It. it is a rift. <laughs> uh, so that's interesting, and that's going to come into play later. Uh, wake up the next morning, have breakfast, everybody's happy again. Uh, we get a very romantic situation that night where they're laying in bed together. And as I recall, uh, Einar has been on Gunner about telling him what his first gay sexual experience was. Mm-hmm. So we get a very uh, detailed, graphic. detailed and graphic recalling of Gunner's first gay sexual He basically got gang raped which is bad, and videotaped during said gang rape. Uh, he hadn't come out yet to his parents or anything. So, I mean, that's that's another problem right there. Um, and he was 17 years old when it happened. And he did, goes on to describe the rectal bleeding and uh, all the guys involved. And uh, it's, 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 it's no bueno. <laughs> I mean, it's it's a little uncomfortable listening to him describe this stuff. And then kissed them all afterwards. Yeah, and then they all kissed him uh, afterwards. And he said he saw them, like, around town later. And, you know, he didn't really... He, he Like, he knows now that it's rape. But at the time, he, like, he thanked them when they were done. Mm-hmm. Which is weird. Because it, like, it excited him when, when he was getting gang banged by these, oh, by wow. these three 40-plus-year-old men when he was 17 years old. Yeah, which is... I think we're learning something about Monica, aren't we? <laughs> see what happens when she wears pink? She gets all hot and bothered. Weird. No, it's, yeah, I'm like... <laughs> no, down, I'm Monica. just like sweating. It's a this little... movie is so bad. I'm waiting for the horror to start. It, if you're, if, dude, if you're looking for like a horror movie, uh, not this one, man. If you're looking for an awkward relationship uh, situation... This is more your style. And I don't mean that because they're gay. I'm saying it because this is an awkward, weird situation where you have these two individuals that have just ended a relationship and now, via these bizarro circumstances, are not spending a weekend together. That is insanity, right? Mm-hmm. Why would you do that? Would you Would you spend a weekend with your ex? No. No? Monica? Oh, well. well yeah, she would know. try to kill him, probably. I- <laughs> She would spend the weekend just to plot his imminent demise, as they say. She'd have the house all booby-trapped and shit. Well, I mean, watching enough horror movies, if I was going to commit suicide, I would have invited you over. I would have made sure that it looked like you killed me and you're going to prison for my murder. Okay. That's what I would have That's pretty cryptic. Yeah. Take it easy. (laughs) Take it easy there. This movie is a bit, um, yeah, I agree, Rebecca. It's a, it, it's like two hours long, too. Mm-hmm. 
That's a problem for me, especially when there's not a whole lot going on. Uh-uh. I will say this. The first time I watched it, it kept my interest because I was waiting for something to uh, happen. Mm-hmm. And when something finally did happen, it's like in the last six minutes of the movie, I was pretty much checked out by that point and really oh, didn't yeah. care. You know, yeah. I felt bad for Einar because I understand what he's going through. And I felt bad for Gunner because I understand his position. Uh, really, you just got, you go this way, I'll go that way. Done. Done. Don't be calling me. Don't be accusing me of giving you an STD, which I did not, by the way. Michelle, I know what you're thinking. I did not give you an STD. Uh, anyway, so that's uh, that's weird, man. Uh, they they kind of get this, this romantic situation. I assume that they have sex because they start taking each other's shirts off and making out with each other. And it's underneath the Aura Borealis. Is that what you call that? The Northern Lights. Very romantic. Uh, and then uh, Gunner falls asleep. <coughs> Excuse me. So Gunner wakes up a couple hours later, and Einar is now gone. So he's like, oh, God. This motherfucker's out sleepwalking again. I got to go track his ass down before he falls in the goddamn pit. So he gets up and he's like, Einar, where are you, you piece of shit? Oh, you fucking asshole. He gets in his car, starts driving. Uh, Gets like halfway down the driveway and sees like a random dude standing off the side of the driveway. So he's like, oh, who's this fucking guy? So he stops, gets out of the car thinking possibly Einar. Uh, He sees the guy and he's like, hey, hey, Einar, is that you? And then the guy just runs off. But before he runs off, he drops something on the ground. So Gunnar goes up and picks it up. It's a digital web camera. So he's like, oh, I guess Einar is playing weird sex games, and now he wants me to chase him and have sex with him somewhere else. Fair enough. He left me a clue as to where I'm going to put my boner later. Goes and plugs it into his uh, laptop, and what we get is infrared uh, night vision webcam footage. Mm -hmm. Now, there are many websites devoted to this specific subgenre of pornography, some of which I may or may not have a subscription to. We're not going to get into that. But this is like substandard. And it's never a good dude. When it's uh, horror movie-wise, webcams, uh, night vision, never a good thing. Plugs it in. Of course, what he sees first is night, like infrared footage of himself asleep. Okay, who's videotaping me while I'm sleeping? That's creepy. Camera pans around. It's Einar. Einar's doing the videotape. Okay, well, that's still weird, but all right. He's getting his kink on. Uh, we then see Einar kind of uh, put some boots on. Mind you, he's still in his tidy whities and that's it. And then he just walks out with his webcam, and he's uh, cruising across the barren plain. Walks all the way back to the abandoned barracks. Gets in there where he drops the webcam so that all you can see is his feet, and then you see two more feet, like, step up in front of him with like heavy work boots on yeah. and then whoever that individual is grabs the webcam and that's the end of the the footage so gunner's like this motherfucker he's cheating on me i guess or what is his deal is he like sleepwalking and sucking dicks while he's doing it i don't know what's going on i'm gonna get to the bottom of this right. so he hops in his car and he's like hauling ass towards this abandoned barracks Gets out there. This part was actually pretty creepy. I'll give you this. Gets out there just as the sun's coming up. It's very creepy because this place is abandoned and it's a wreck. Mm-hmm. Uh, starts walking around. Einar's not there. Follows the, the webcam footage to the room where Einar was when he was confronted by the other set of feet. And in the corner, all of a sudden, is like a big pile of blankets and trash. So he's like, oh, okay. Uh, what, uh, what's all this all about here? So he 
kind of he's like uh is that uh einar or what's going on he like starts tentatively approaching the pile of stuff and then whatever there's like something in there it springs at him and knocks him on his ass and knocks him unconscious all right that's creepy Mm -hmm. i'll give you that that part is creepy while he's unconscious he has like a weird flashback to I think what has actually happened this whole time. So he got the phone call late at night at the beginning of the movie. And we're going to see him. Oh, the Late Late Horror Show is with us. Hey, guys. Hey. Hello. <coughs> so he got the distressed phone call in the middle of the night. And in this flashback, he sees Einar making that phone call from this very room. Right in front of where all the, the clothes were. Uh, from there, he sees like an old guy come into the picture and then he gets, like, weird flashes of Einar lying on the ground with blood coming out of his head. So he wakes up and he's like, oh, fuck, what happened? I don't know. Uh, starts walking around the place. Here's somebody else walking around downstairs in the place. So he's like, oh, fuck. Jumps in a closet and hides. There's, I believe there is some kind of a uh, statement being made here about gay people being in the closet. I don't know. I'm not that smart. Uh, the, the old guy comes up. It's like a, he's an old guy. He's got, like, coveralls on. And uh, there were allusions made earlier in the movie to him being like a, a farmer that likes to get frisky with his farm hands, and that's why he, like none of them want to work for him anymore because he keeps getting handsy with him. So here comes this old guy upstairs while Gunner is hiding in the closet. Uh, the old guy finds Gunner and like tries to pull him out of the closet, and Gunner's like, "Get the fuck out of here! I'm hiding in the closet. Go fuck yourself." And the old guy's like, I know you're in the closet. Why don't you just come out of the closet? And Gunner's like, fuck off. I'm staying in the closet. (laughs) Very strange. Very strange. (laughs) Very fond of this closet. Yeah, okay. (laughs) Eventually, the old guy's like, oh, all right. Well, I'm sorry. I thought you were the young guy, referring to Einar. Uh, He likes to come in here sometimes, and him and I have fun. I have gay sex, I would would assume. Um, so Gunner's like, no, it's not him. I'm looking for him too, but I'm still not coming out of the closet. So the old guy's like, all right, well, I'm out of here. So the old guy leaves. Gunner stays in the closet, mm-hmm. like just hunkered down in there. You hear the old guy leave, uh, closes the door. You hear an engine start outside and a car drive away. Presumably the red Suzuki Samurai, right. I would assume. Uh, so Gunner, to this point, this is a mystery to me, decides he's just going to chill in the closet for like an extra 25 minutes. Uh, pretty soon, here comes some more noises from downstairs. Creaks and groans and stuff like that. And then he starts hearing a little boy's voice. Hello? Hello? Uh, Gunner's like, hello? He's like, hey, I'm stuck. And Gunner's like, okay, I'm going to help you. But he doesn't get out of the fucking closet. He's like having a full-on conversation with this kid from the closet. Mm-hmm. This has to be some kind of gay metaphor, right? That's the only thing I could think of because this, this part does not make any sense at all. Anyway, this little boy who's apparently stuck in a different part of the building, Monica gave up on the movie long before this point. Well, yeah, he ad- identifies himself as Lemoy, who was uh, the imaginary friend of Einar and the one that got him in all that trouble. So um, Gunner's like, "Okay, I'm coming down there. I'll get you. I'll get you some help." He comes out of the closet and he goes walking downstairs. He we, we get that imagery of the little boy like making the quick turns and gunner's like hey get back here he makes another quick turn down a hallway and he's like hey eventually he runs outside and gunner follows him outside where the little boy vanishes uh gunner takes a couple few steps off like the porch area which takes him to one of those crevasse suffocation pit things 
Uh, and then he looks down and he sees uh, the dead body of Einar laying at the bottom. So he's like, oh, fuck. Uh, all right. Goes down into the suffocation pit, sees the Einar's dead body, and he's like, ah, shit. Now, this part I'm a little fuzzy on. Because there's two possible things that happened here. Number one, Einar was dead the whole time. And uh, Gunner was having sex. Hi, Matt. Oh, Croftjack's in the house. What's up, Crack House hey, Matt? Hey. In which case, uh, Gunner was having gay sex with a ghost, which is very f- much feasible because we have not seen Einar interact with anybody else in the movie or even be acknowledged by anybody in the movie other than Gunner. Okay, that's a possibility. Other possibility is that uh, Gunner was killed, or not Gunner, Einar was killed that night because somehow the webcam footage got uploaded, which showed Gunner sleeping in in the bed and Einar in the room, like, you know, hey, here I am. And then, so, it could be either one, really. Regardless, uh, Gunner goes down there and he's like, ah, fucking Einar's dead, shit. Uh, Picks up the phone to call the police and around the corner of the crevasse comes the old guy. Yeah. Now, this part is particularly silly because old guy comes around the corner and he's got an X-Acto knife. Mm-hmm. And he comes, he like, he's, he's standing who has, and he's like, you know, pulling the blade and putting it back. And he's like, ah, I want to get you. And then Gunner turns around and he's like, whoa, there. And then he takes like a couple swipes at Gunner. But then the old guy just gets really confused and walks off. And Gunner's like, ah, he fucking cut me. Shit. And he just sits down for a minute, and he's like, he's like that, that really hurt, fucking asshole. <laughs> yeah. But then the old guy comes back again with, like, a pipe, and he starts swinging it at Gunner. <laughs> this old guy has a hell of a time committing to a plan, I think. Yeah. I don't know what is it. Maybe he, ha- halfway through the, the stabbing, realized the, the knife cutter wasn't going to do it, so he had to go back to the car and get a pipe, which would have been a perfect uh, opportunity for Gunner to escape instead of sitting down on the ground. Mind you, this whole thing is happening in broad daylight. Also, I don't know. This part doesn't make any sense to me. Regardless, uh, the old guy comes back, puts a pretty good beating on uh, Gunner, knocks him unconscious, and then I guess just leaves. Because Gunner is unconscious, and uh, when he wakes up, he's lying next to the dead body of Einar. Yeah, I think he thought he killed him. I'll buy that. I'll buy that. That's the best, better than anything I could come up with. Uh, Gunner wakes up, and he's like, oh, fuck. And then uh, his phone rings, and he's it's like Einar's sister or something, and she's like, hey, have you heard from Einar? It's the same phone call that we heard at the beginning of the movie, except now, boom, into the movie, closing credits, we're done. What did you guys think of Rift? I fucking hated this movie. Oh, good, good God. It's not a horror movie. It's... Uh, don't watch it. Whoever made this movie, you should never make a movie again. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna agree. I'm gonna agree with Monica. And you know what? It might have helped if you would have had a like a hot guy in here because this guy was repulsive. Also, you think they were both repulsive? Einar was was all right. He was all right. But the other guy, the older creepy guy with the extra thick eyebrows, you got to go. Nobody wants to see you. They both look like the Joker to me. (laughs) That was all I saw was the Joker. I don't know. Um, ah, God damn it. The first time I saw it, 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 it held my interest because it did a pretty good job of building tension and being suspenseful because you know something's not a, not right here, right? right? Well, I don't feel like it. 
like it's Oscar material. Um, <laughs> it might be, Rebecca. It might be like Icelandic Oscar material. Oh. Mind you, I don't know what any other Icelandic movies would look like. I don't know. What? I don't know, Rebecca. I'm sorry. They Okay, I they did have me hooked a little <coughs> bit like when the door didn't close at the beginning. Well, that's because look who was trying to close it. Right. Yeah. But, and then with the guy on the side of the road. Yeah. That like walked away so you couldn't see his face. Yeah. Those two, I was kind of like, okay, maybe this is suspense. But after an hour, I was like, no, I'm done. It's, uh... Yeah, it's, it, dude, it's just it's it's, it's like ninety nine percent awkward relationship drama, yeah. and I'm not saying it's awkward because it's dude two dudes. I'm saying it's awkward because the relationship is over, and for some goddamn reason, these two clowns decide to spend a last weekend together. That doesn't make any fucking sense to me, right? I'm trying to light that spark back over. Just get out of there. Get the fuck out of there. If especially Gunner on Gunner's part because he's already got another dude on the side. Yeah. So what the fuck are you doing? You're che- he's living with you. Yeah. How dare you go? Uh, you cheating bitch. <laughs> you fucking. <laughs> Sorry. Let me hold you back. Ah! Hold you back. <laughs> fuck get you, Gunner. Get from Gunner. Cheat. Nobody cheats on Einar. How dare you? I don't know, man. It's um. I think I think there is an element of horror here, but it doesn't come from any kind of supernatural situation. No. No. It comes from the creepy old man. Well, I mean that, but he's so confused. He yeah. he's walking around abandoned buildings looking for gay sex partners, and finding one in a particularly strange twist of events, right. and then leaving him there in the closet. All right, I'll come, sorry, uh, maybe some other time then. What kind of weirdness is that? Number one, <laughs> number two. I think the real horror here. <laughs> comes from the possibility of having to spend a weekend alone in a secluded cabin with your ex-boyfriend or girlfriend, especially coming fresh off the relationship mm-hmm. when, you know, no, oh, you son of a bitch. I saw the way you were looking at my sister. Bah! Well, if he looks like Tom Hardy, I'm there. <laughs> well, if he looks like Tom Hardy, he's not going to be your ex unless he breaks up with you, in which case you're going to be making the distressed Yes, yes. Oh, Tom, I'm so drunk. I don't know what I'm going to do with myself tonight. You better come check on me, you bastard. (laughs) I don't know, man. I think you guys can skip Rift. Um, If you really want to check out some gay LGBTQ horror, I guess this is as good a place as any to start. I don't even think it was like. No, no. I mean, it's more of a relationship thing, dude. You know, there is a supernatural element. What do you, What do you got? You think Einar was dead all along? Yes. Buddy says right, yes. Right after the phone call, which uh, that would make sense. Except, well, here's the problem I have with that. At one point, they were standing on the lip of that crevasse together, and, and he disappeared. Right, but if if he was dead at that point, they would. Gun, Gunner would have seen his body down. But how do we? He startled them to avoid him looking down at the crevasse at the bottom of the crevasse. Really? But how yeah, do you he know? Like jumped, jumped at him like, and he's like, "Oh shit, you scared me." He was getting ready to look down there. Huh. Yeah. But what all if right. he was like, like all of this was in his head? He that, was hallucinating. That's another all. possibility. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. What month of movie choices? 
We're doing LGBTQ movies this this month, Troy, in honor of Pride Month, which we missed last month because we were doing Hulu originals. But they have to have a horror movie element to them. Rebecca says he was dead. Rebecca, you think he was dead the whole time or not until that last night after the webcam thing? I'm I'm thinking... It's got to be oh after the boy. webcam. That's right? what I said, Troy. Oh, oh boy. Okay, Troy. We, <laughs> Troy, hear, hear me out. We are going to find a good gay horror movie. I don't think this was it, to be honest with you. But there's got to be one out there, and we will find it, mm-hmm. and we will watch it, and one of us is going to beat off to it. <laughs> there <he is. laughs> well, oh, I mean, does Poison Ivy Part 2 count? Oh, that was a nice girl Woo! on girls. Yeah, that's one with Alyssa Milano. Yeah, we can definitely do that one. So many loose ends, no puns intended. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm sure there were some loose ends, Rebecca. <laughs> we got a terror request. hey oh. Troy says, put me down for Lost Boys and Frankenstein. All right, Monster. we're going to put you down, Troy. We'll lock Ooh. you in during the break here. Um... I, don't, I say you guys can skip the rift. Uh-huh. Uh, it's streaming on Shutter right now. If anybody wants to see it, um, don't waste your time. Uh, if if you really want to watch it, skip to like the last half hour. That's if you're feeling depressed. Don't watch this. And Jesus, you just broke up with somebody. Go ahead and watch no, it. No, do not. Well, I'm, actually, this might make you feel better. Because no, it might even put you more in the hole. I, I failed to see how your breakup could be any worse than this one. This is like the worst of the worst breakups. Yeah. You know? Oh, I don't know. Did he get beat up by an old man at the end? Yeah. <laughs> He didn't get. He got his ass whipped by an old man, a confused old man at that, which is worse. He didn't know if he was coming or going. Oh boy, yeah. There's got to be some better movies out there. I'll present them to you mm-hmm. in the month of July. Mm-hmm. All right, you guys got anything else on Rift? No, we don't. No. All right, inmates. We're gonna take us a little break. We'll come back with some other stuff. Thanks for watching. G'day mate, welcome to Australia. Home of baby-eating dingoes, 100 different animals ready to kill ya, Mick Taylor, Mick Dundee, and 20 other guys called Mick. Oh, and the dumbest bloke on planet Earth. I'm Ben, and I'm here to learn about horror films. But fear not, I've come to help this poor special needs kid as I make him sit down and watch some of the greatest and not-so-greatest horror films out there in our podcast, Horror for Dummies. Hooray! So join us every week on the Pattern Room Network as we talk about horror films old and new and listen to some favourite tracks while we spray some spiders. So the question stands, where the bloody hell are ya? So jump onto your kangaroo and hop on over to the Padded Room Network.
Thor, come back with that hack monster. My butt won't plug itself. Oh, 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 uh, I didn't see you there. Oh, well, uh, while you're enjoying the frights for today, perhaps you would enjoy some more frights that the Padded Room Network has in store for you. If just by following the links below, you could find yourself in many worlds of horror, including Wicked Wednesdays with Alan and Shell Easterling, Horror for Dummies with Tim and Jaleesa Davis, Who Will Survive with Paul Stevenson and Marco Pastos. The Resurrection of Zombie 7 Podcast with Ron Martin and Jessica Feeney. Dark History with Sarah Nowinski. Oh, and you cannot forget The Psych Ward with Darian and Mandy. There are so many frights for you that are just waiting a click away. Oh, uh, Igor, c- c- come closer with that cock monster. My, my anal juices are... Uh, they're purging too much. Uh, go watch the shows. Uh, I mean, listen to them. This is a podcast. You listen. You don't watch. Plug my ass, Igor. I'm making no sense. <laughs> <laughs> Hey inmates, if you like what you hear, head over to the Padded Room Facebook group and support us through the patron link with a small monthly donation. Check out the T-Villain link at paddedroom.podbean.com and grab some t-shirts. Thanks for listening and enjoy the rest of the show. And we are back. Yeah. Guys, I need you to make me a promise right now. We will kill you. If I ever break up with you and I call you at three in the morning sounding depressed and or drunk and or horny, you got to tell me to fuck off. (laughs) Don't come over here, no matter how sad I sound. If you call me at three o'clock in the morning and tell me you're horny, I am going to tell you to fuck off. (laughs) No, you're not. You're going to be over here before I hang up the phone. I brought brought some Funyuns. You didn't fall asleep, did you? (laughs) You do that to me, I'm going to say, hold on, let me call Dale and we'll be right over. (laughs) Let's go. Let's make it a party. (laughs) Oh, you guys are maniacs. You guys ready to get into the Terra Dome? Absolutely. Let's do it. Yeah. No tears, please. It's a waste of good suffering. You didn't let me finish my sentence. I said, I'm not going to hurt you. I'm just going to bash your brains in. I'm going to bash them right the fuck in. I'll kill you all. I'll drive you crazy. I'll kill you all. I'll dream come true. Six-year-old child with this blind, pale, emotional face. 
blackest eyes, the devil's eyes. To the Terradome. Let's start it off with last week's winners, shall we? Singles competition. We had Frankenstein versus the Ghostface Killer. Billy and Stu's killing spree came to a regrettable end on Halloween night. The reanimation of the Party Crasher proved to be the end of more than a few teenagers that night and the cause of no small amount of chaos and havoc amidst the community for months to come. With a vote of 9 to 5, Frankenstein advances over the ghost face killer. 9 to 5. Oh, Monica. Whatever. 9 to 5. <laughs> Get over it, Monica. You had to see that coming. You wow. had to see. Oh, yeah. If you if you think they're that hot, how come you didn't pick them in this year's tournament? I, well, because they're not like the people I would vote for. Of course not. <laughs> but you, you voted for them anyway. <laughs> because they were hot. Oh, get out of here. <laughs> Boris Karloff's not hot. Uh, You're into old men. Well, maybe back then he was. Oh, get out of here. <laughs> How dare you. Let's take a look at the team's competition, shall we? Didn't somebody already take Dracula? Uh, Yeah, I That's think so. That's why I couldn't have Dracula. Is that who you wanted? He's a nice shade of dead. <laughs> he can't tan like you, that's for sure. <laughs> that's right. I don't think anybody did take Dracula, do Oh, really? Yeah, no. I would have taken... Last year, Alan had him. Yeah. Yeah. Luke Evans, I'm told. Ooh, hey. Let's look at the team's competition before you get all wet in the panties again. <laughs> wet in my pants. Mm-hmm. Team's competition. We had the Lost Boys versus the Demons. The demons of the hotel's past proved to be little more than a nuisance. The dark pack that gave them entrance into our reality was tenuous and weak at best. With Max's help, the boys were easily able to sever the tie and send them back to where they came from. With a vote of 8-7, to seven, last minute vote by Troy coming in to push the lost boys over the demons. Wow. hey <laughs> A lot of people going to be pissed off about that. (laughs) Was this the demons from the demons movie, the movie theater? Sure. Okay. Well, uh, Well, that's who I was thinking in my head. I was picturing the demons from Demon Knight. Oh, okay. But whatever. Whatever Whichever way you want to go with it. There's a lot of demons to choose from. Okay. Speaking of demons, let's get into this week's matchup, shall we? As usual, inmates, bear with me. I usually can't read my own handwriting. We are in the Asylum Conference Round 3 Singles Division. He'd noticed, noticed him noticing. The clown had been following him for almost three blocks before he got on the bus, then sat on the same bus for almost three stops. Finally, Father Garris looked up from his Bible to make eye contact. The clown shot him a wicked grin. Father Garris's business on Halloween night was far more grim than anything a hoodlum in a clown outfit could imagine. The battle for the soul of a young, innocent girl. 
It seemed the poor girl had been toying with a Ouija board and contacted some foul entity. Before her mother could fathom the danger she was in, the fiend had taken control of the girl's body and was wreaking havoc on the household. As his bus stop approached, the priest crossed himself, closed his Bible, and made his way onto the dark suburban streets. The clown made a mocking gesture and followed closely. Singles competition, we have Pazuzu versus Art the Clown. All right, buddy, what do you think? Art the Clown. You're taking Art the Clown. I certainly am. And what logic do you have to uh, to back that up? Art the Clown's like a demon, right? <laughs> I don't think there's any no, evidence to... Man. Yeah, I think really? he's just a dude, right? I didn't think so. What what gives you the idea that he's some kind of supernatural thing? I was just thinking he was like a, I don't know, like some type of demon in a clown outfit. I think you're wanting him to be a demon in a clown outfit. <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, if that's how you want to go with it. Monica, what do you think? Uh, I'm taking the devil. Pazuzu? Yes. I got to go Pazuzu on this one, too. I like Art the Clown. And from what I understand, the the the, the Terrifier sequel that's coming with us, yeah. coming out this year, is going to go in some supernatural mm-hmm. thing. But until I see it, I can't back that up. My credi- my credibility is on the line here, buddy. All righty. Let's look at the team's competition, shall we? This one's going to get a little wacky. So oh, boy. Just bear with yeah. me. Everything seemed fine at first. The comet-, comet passed into Earth's orbit, as predicted. A dazzling light show in the night sky, as predicted. And then for the next ten days, all of humanity's machinery became sentient and hostile. Not predicted. The streets became killing fields, cars and trucks running people over wholesale. Small appliances and in-home conveniences assault and otherwise annoy their owners. Any way they can. The streets run red and mankind dwindles on the brink of extinction. Sort of. Then something else unpredictable happens. The human victims of the machine holocaust begin to reanimate. Freshly dead corpses rise from the carnage and begin to lumber about, some in search of living victims, others in attempt to go about their daily activity. But a growing group of undead remember what happened in their final hours. The chaos and confusion, the fear and panic, this group turns on the machines and seek vengeance. Team's competition, we have zombies versus killer cars. (laughs) What do you think of this one, buddy? Killer cars. Yeah, I could see that. Monica? Oh, I'm going to go killer cars. I am going to go zombies. And the reason I'm going zombies is because I feel like there's more zombies. There would be more zombies than there would be cars. And if the cars are going to run over zombies, eventually all the guts and the shit is going to get up in the engine blocks and shut down the cars. But if it's like a bunch of like military vehicles and... Well, I, mean, I ask, how did the killer cars get into this? I, I, mean, I, I, <laughs> yeah. I, I put them in there. Because they're supposed to be like, they need to make more than one movie. <laughs> they, so. there, there's more than one movie. <laughs> so, okay. You got Maximum Overdrive. Yes, uh, I agree. The Car. The Car. The Car 2. Oh, yes. So there you go. There's oh, three for you. Okay. That's one. <laughs> The killer cars. No, there is actually. Killdozer is the, another one, sort of. The one, one of. they just did the remake of. Which one? You know, the one with the guy. <laughs> oh, the guy, the thing with the guy? The guy. The guy from the thing. The guy with the black car that's after him, you know, Christine. from the 70s. There's another one. Yeah, Christine. there's another one. Uh, yeah, it's the car, the car uh, okay, too. Okay, and right? then they remade the car. I thought it was a sequel. 
Okay, a sequel. I don't know. Yeah, so okay, we have two movies. We have like five now. Okay. Thank you for helping me with that. Okay. <laughs> there you go. Okay, I'm still taking the car. I'm taking the zombies. <laughs> Because I need to get the cars out of this tournament. <laughs> Those are your Terradome matchups for the weekend, mates. It's uh, In singles, it's Pazuzu versus Art the Clown. Teams, it's the Killer Cars versus the Zombies. As usual, get us your votes by next week if you can. The Mental Health Hotline is area code 775-387-0275. Or you get us on the uh, regular old email at thepaddedroom2011 at hotmail.com. Consider those matchups, and while you're doing so, we're going to tell you what movies we got to watch this week in a little segment called What Are You Looking At? Or we could change the name of this segment to Darian is the Worst Father in the History of Fathers. Oh. What are you looking at? I may have made a, a grave mistake, uh, my friends. I introduced my five-year-old son to the full moon streaming. Uh, more importantly, Zombie Decadence from 2012, or as it's known on uh, IMDb, Zombies vs. Strippers. Oh. So he got himself a healthy dose of uh, naked women, and now I can't get him off of full moon streaming. <laughs> oh, no. Oh. Yep. <laughs> Whoopsie. Uh, okay. Uh, no. No. <laughs> no, they're real strippers. <laughs> oh, no. And they are plenty naked. That's okay. It's it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. And it's, I mean, it's a silly goddamn movie. <laughs> yeah. But now every night he's like, Daddy, I want to watch the, the zombie bar movie. Uh, yeah, I'm terrible. Well, at least he's not saying, I want to watch the zombie boob movie. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. I mean, I've already gotten a load of crap from his mom about it. <laughs> As I deserve. Mm -hmm. That was a bad idea, but now that's what we're doing. That's pretty much all I... It's it's. Have you guys seen Zombie Decadence from Full Moon? No. no. It's silly. It's a zombie apocalypse at a shitty strip, strip club. Oh. The, the name of the strip club, The Tough Titty. Oh, that, if that doesn't tell you wow. what's going on, I don't know what will. So you kept watching this, or did you turn it off? Um, I, I mean, I probably should have turned it off. <laughs> I uh, no, I I put it on, and then I fell asleep. Oh, okay. And then I wake up, and he's like three inches away from the TV, like. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Yeah, I'm in trouble. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> It's a pretty silly movie. I, I get this one confused. There's another zombie stripper movie with Jenna Jameson in it. I think, oh. I think that's zombie strippers. And this is zombies versus strippers. Huh. Hmm. Okay. So there you have it. Anyway, that's all I got to look at this week. You guys get to watch anything? Uh, not really. I got to watch Brightburn. Oh, what'd you think of that? I heard good things. Uh, I liked it. Right on. I, it was funny. My coworkers thought I was odd because I was like, yeah, I finally got to watch it. And they were like, was it good? And I said, yeah, there was no happy ending. The parents died. Woohoo! And they're like, how is that a happy ending? I'm like, you don't watch horror movies. You don't understand. <laughs> Monica, your coworkers think you're odd, but yeah. that right there has nothing to do with why they think you're odd. That's like the tip of the iceberg. Right? Right. Um, and I finished Dexter, and I finished Breaking Bad, and still so, no Game of Thrones. And my so, uh, heart is broken. By which one? Both of them. Really? 
What did you think of the ending of Dexter? Poop. <sighs> well, okay. Seriously, yeah. there was a major flaw in the last episode of yeah. Dexter. <laughs> when he left the room, she had her oxygen in her nose. And so when he came back just a few hours later and the nurse was like, oh, or the doctor was like, oh, well, she went without oxygen for a while. And we were like, how did she go without oxygen? It was in her fucking nose. Did she pull it out? Because we don't know that. And then after that, I wasn't sad anymore. I was very upset. I was like, that that was a rough wrap up. You guys really fucked this last scene up. Yeah, they really wanted to close it. Like ASAP. Yeah, just done. We're just done. Yeah. Stop. D- well, maybe that's because they were going through the divorce at that time. Who was going through a divorce? The Dexter like and Anthony his Hall. sister. Oh, no. Yeah. I didn't know they got a divorce. Yeah, they're oh. divorced. I think she's hot. Jennifer <laughs> Carpenter. I oh. want to touch her. Ever since uh, uh, Quarantine. Quarantine, yeah. She's oh, running around in a wife beat. That was a crazy movie. It's yeah. Wreck is much better, but it's fine. And... And Breaking Bad upset me, too. Why did that one upset you? I hate the wife. Oh. I fucking hate her, and I hate Jesse. We need some payback. No, uh, no. Oh, and I did see on Twitter, they tweeted that um, a caption of them, and it said something like, soon, together yeah, again. Yeah, yeah. they're hmm. Cranston and, uh, what's the name there? Aaron Paul. They're like on, va- it looks like they're on vacation together. I saw the tweet. Yeah, and I'm really glad that Hank died. I I think everybody was. Right on. Anything else, Monica? No, that's all I watched. Buddy, you get anything in? Not this week. You son of a bitch. Watch some horror movies, will you? Right. We had to work. All right. How about some immersion therapy then? Immersion therapy. Do you guys think a life changer? Um, I, like I liked it. it. That was a good show. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Kept me, uh, kept me into it. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, God damn that fr- that first uh, girl. Oh yeah, I like her. Yeah, she's a, she's a big girl, but god damn man. Yeah, and she's like the first the she openings. Fast. I'm like seriously. I know. I'm like, can we? Uh, uh, she gonna come back or? I liked her, and she's naked for like the first five six minutes of the movie. Uh-huh. Woo! Thought she was hot. Uh, so if I'm if I'm understanding this correctly though, <coughs> this thing has to has to absorb another body every six hours. Yeah, more no, or less. Well, towards the end of it, because at the beginning he actually says, well. You know, when this first happened to me, I could actually hold on to a body for one to two years. Right. But at present state, it was like every six hours. Yeah. It, it, Dude, it seemed to go quicker. Yeah. Quicker. He would cut through a small town in like four days yeah. at that rate, you know? Although he wanted to change the body quicker, too, so he's snorting coke. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Apparently, cocaine curtails that somehow. Yeah. I mean, it curtails a lot of things. Right. So there's that. Uh-huh. Monica, what'd you think of uh, Life Changer? Pretty oh, good. Oh, I liked it. Yeah. Oh, the it, ending was a little ambiguous. Yeah, it was kind mm-hmm. of sad. What do you think? About? About the ending. I mean, there was allusions made to him being a skinwalker. Oh, I just think that he, even though he wanted to die, the cycle just started all over again for him. That's what I was thinking. You think yeah. so? Yeah. 
Yeah, that's, he that's just couldn't pretty, die. That's pretty I mean, depressing. There, there, there's a couple scenarios you could go with that. I mean, one, you know, yeah, okay, now that the whole cocoon thing is done, now he can start over and be whoever he wants for another couple of years like it started out at. Right. Or it's finally done, and this is your life until you die. Well, that would suck because he came out of the cocoon as an old man. Right. So he's probably got after, like... after uh, how, how long did it say oh, he was old? Yeah, before? that's true. Yeah. That so we don't... Be. Yeah, it could be. We don't be. know. Because he told the one lady, oh, he's like over 100 and something years old. Yeah. I wonder if you could kill him, though, with like acid. You could probably just shoot him, like, right? I mean, there's no... Uh, there was no... Well, I don't yeah, know. Cause I don't he, know. Because he the reason why that... he's deteriorating is because he's turning into a cocoon and he didn't know. Yeah. But he, when he starts off as the hot chick, he's got like a wound on his side. Right. Like and as said. he hops bodies, the wound stays with him. Right. So maybe he could be killed. Huh. Uh, but that would be horrible to live like that. Yeah. I think it'd be all right. But every time he, <laughs> you know? body, but every time he would jump a body, he normally said the wound wouldn't be there. Right. But I think that's, I think it's because of the whole cocoon thing is why he was just that way. Could be. Hmm. I don't know, man. Interesting. That would make yeah. sense. Interesting character. Mm-hmm. I'm going to write some fan fiction about an underachieving podcaster that goes to Hollywood and starts hopping bodies. (laughs) Not that kind of hopping. Oh, there's going to be some body hopping, buddy. (laughs) Tell you right now. (laughs) Getting it on. Mm -hmm. All right, amigo, what do you got for us this week? All right, this week, let's check out 2000. Oh, wait a minute. 18's Don't Watch This. Uh, that's actually the name of the show. Don't watch this. It's a collection of uh, very short horror films written by various writers and directed by various directors, starring a bunch of different actors. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, there's five episodes. They are extremely short, so it's a whole season, season one, mm-hmm. but you can watch this in like less than 30 minutes. Oh, very cool. Yeah. All righty. <laughs> Good, because I got a lot of shit to do this week. Right? <laughs> right and, on, man. In fact, one of the episodes is two minutes. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I don't know that I can even watch that. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. I don't know that I have... You blink it, you might Yeah, I'm going to start it, and then my son's going to come into the room, and I'm going to be like, no, we cannot watch Full Moon Streaming, and then it's going to be over. <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. All right, let's put zombie decadence on again. <laughs> right. right on, man. Uh, check that out, inmates. We'll do the same. Right now, we have to... To compare or uh, educate Miss Monica. Educating Miss Monica. Hit us with those clues from two weeks ago, kid. This movie starts out with a severed arm and a dead foreman. In the meantime, we move 90 miles south to the next town where they have relocated. And the town is on high alert. What is the sheriff going to do to protect everyone? The town hunters have decided to take the law into their own hands. Oh boy, these idiots are outnumbered. They were all ripped to shreds. Now the storm of the century is moving to this town. Um, I was going to say Silver Bullet, but I know that's not it because they're outnumbered. Um, storm of the century. It's got to be some kind of a Stephen King thing. It's not the Hamiltons, is it? No. Is it a Stephen King thing? No. Oh, you fucker. But See? at the end, the big storm is coming into the little town. The big... Hooves. Hooves? Hooves. 
Does that oh, make sense? Yeah. You, oh, what the fuck? It's got Kevin Durant in it. Uh, Out of the Dark? Afraid of the Dark. Dark was the night. Dark was the fucking night. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I would not have thought of that. That was such a good movie. It was. I love that one. I rewatched it. I was like, man, this is really good. I am pretty gay for Kevin Durant. They should have had gotten more credit for that movie. Yeah. yeah. Or more advertisement. Yeah. You know what killed it, though? What? When you actually got to saw the thing. It was it oh, was CGI yeah. and it was yeah. pretty crappy. Oh, it had like a weird Jersey Devil kind of a thing going on. I I was I mean it was good up to that point because you had a lot of drama and like uh, seriously you didn't know what was going on. Yeah, t- you didn't know. They should yeah. have left it suspenseful like that that you only got to see the legs. Well, then people would be complaining because they didn't get to see the. Well, then they thing. get to have a part two. <laughs> All righty, you got us, you goddamn bitch. All right. Okay. <laughs> what do you got this one? This one is really easy. Oh, fuck yourself. Okay. I just broke it down to eight clues. Eight clues? Eight? Yeah. Because <laughs> we're not doing so well. Lately. I know. <laughs> what but... I did was is I spelled it out for you. So if you, <laughs> yeah. know, if you know how to read, you might get this yeah, one. Somewhere in the clues, the name of the movie is actually good. <laughs> good luck. So clue one, let's go back in time. Two, people in L.A. are missing. Three, a midnight party. Four, Damn it, they're too late. One down by werewolf split in half. Five, next story is death by a handsome vampire. Mmm, yummy. Six, sex without, sex without pain is, sex without fear is like food without taste. But <laughs> is that? Seven, oh look, it's the mummy. Eight, wait, now we have the zombies from Night of the Living Dead. Where are we? I know where we are. <laughs> now I gotcha. God damn it. All right. Uh, I had to th- remember that one. Yeah. Sex without fear. Fear is like, like food without... Yeah, I gotcha. Yeah. All right. All right, inmates. If you, know, if you recognize that line, then you'll know what this movie is. Ponder that and uh, let us know what you come up with. I got her this time, goddammit. Unless she completely fucked me over, which is not a foregone conclusion. She may very well have, but I think I got her this time. Uh, all right, inmates, think about that. Let us know what you come up with. I think that's about going to do us for the week. Uh, like, comment, subscribe wherever you found this podcast. That helps out our visibility quite a bit. If you get a chance, you got nothing better to do, go over to iTunes, drop us a five-star review, and put a little something in the comment section that helps our visibility. We also have a Patreon campaign running. Just head on over to paddedroompodcast.com, tag the Patreon link, and it will tell you what to do, and we can send you some prize swag if you're interested. Yeah, and pick some movies for us next month. Please do. $5 donation will get you control of July. August. I'll give up July if somebody wants it. Okay. July is my, I would normally reserve the right to pick movies in July, but if somebody pays for it, then they can have it, uh, July being my birthday month. Oh, wait a minute. This is July. This is July. Ah, shit. I got fucked out of my month. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ah, fuck. That's what I was saying. All right. God, you, just, you, gotta, you gotta flip your calendar. I know. My calendar's yeah. still yeah. so much I, I was Fucking like, ass. what? Ah, damn it. I got stuck in LGBTQ month. <laughs> All right, Darian. I'm taking one for the team. <laughs> All right, inmates four. Buddy, Miss Monica, gay guys that can't get out of bad relationships. Uh, penises drawn in cornflakes and the Padded Room Podcast. I'm afraid visiting hours are over. Bye. Have a great week.